Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. Are you sure? I am 100% positive that's what we're doing here. 100%, not a percent less. Fourth time's a charm. It's only the second time. I think it's the fourth. Oh, is it the fourth? I think it's the fourth. (laughs) If I I know how to count right, it's the fourth. (laughs) We'll get there. Because we had to start everything all over again. This is one of those things. And then we had two other almost. For those that are watching us on the Patreon YouTube channel video version, you kind of get to see the lead up to all of the all of the hijinks and the almost 10 minutes of ridiculous. The things that don't go quite right. And now our audio levels are not the same as they were before. So I don't know what's going on. But I'm going to go make supper. You just do this by yourself. Okay. I get I got a whole list of things I can talk about. I can well, I got a whole pile of goodies over here. Whoop. <laughs> a whole pile of goodies over here that I can get. Wow. It's not because of the martini that I'm drinking right now either. No, you no, you just started drinking a martini, <laughs> so that's not the issue. I'm just, just ready to do a podcast oh. and have some fun. So where are we? Welcome. We are at the very beginning. Welcome everyone to the Elisa the Arnista podcast, episode number seventy-eight for this Sunday, February twenty-sixth, two thousand and seventeen. Oh, don't do 2000 that. Two thousand years and seventeen years. Do you have the email up to go I with do. this? Because <laughs> I'm I'm poking somebody with a one. stick right now. Beep, beep, beep. Don't poke her too hard because she was really really nice today, and <laughs> she yeah, don't she she came to store. She brought uh, an extra set of um, shoes because um, her her snow boots have like big like grooves in them, and you know apparently it was you know summer and then winter again in Wisconsin. So yeah. she brought a spare pair of shoes so she could leave her boots by the front door and not track snow all over the store. That was very nice. So. 2000 with caution, but with humor as well. 2017 February. So thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you. As always, we do encourage you to shop local at your support your small businesses. But if you are going to do some shopping online at Amazon.com, make sure you first go to AlisaTheArnista.com. That's uh, Elisa's blog. And then from there, over on the right hand side, we have some affiliate stuff. And here's Rollo and his cone. We have some affiliate stuff on the right-hand side, one of those being the Amazon link that you can click on. That'll take you to Amazon where you're going anyway. From there, you can do your shopping. Um, But when you put stuff into your cart, there's a good chance that Amazon may give a little commission to us here at the show to help support what we're doing. It's completely free to you. does not cost anything additional, but goes a long, long way to, uh, to helping us out here at the podcast and support some of the things we want to do going forward in the future. And buy Rollo a new cone. Rollo has one. a new cone. He has, he has cone. two now because when one starts smelling nasty, we don't have the time to like waste with washing it and. No, we wash it, but and waiting for so it to far. dry. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when he throws up, and it, it needs a good washing. And that sometimes happens too. Yeah. Well, it's a delicate flower. Also, if you would like to participate in the program, give us something to talk about, ask a question, send a suggestion, give us some feedback on the show, uh, you can send an email podcast at lisatheyarnista.com and we'll read that on the air. And this month through March next 4th. week. Yeah, so <gasps> we've got one more week. Next week next is March. Saturday already. Wow. Yeah. So send an email through. You will be entered into a drawing for a blue sky. And you have to correct me on the name of this. Fibers. Blue Sky Fibers 21 color hat kit on a string. 
21 color knit kit slouch hat. Is it on the thing? No, it, it's just I the, can't reach it. I don't so want to you, move. You get that 21 much. colors of wool stock. You get the pattern to mm-hmm. make the hat. They're about 12 yards each. You get all that cool stuff just for, well, not just for sending an email, but you go into a drawing just for sending an email. Send us a question. We'll talk about it on the program. Give us something to talk about. And hopefully that makes sense. You've got through 3 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States. Of America. Of America. Next Saturday, March 4th. That would be awesome. I love getting questions. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. You know what also is fun, Elisa? What are you knitting on right now? Well, the list on the screen is completely... Uh, it, it's a list. We're flying by the seat of our pants. We the, the list has not been updated this week. We'll see where we end up. Elisa got home at like stupid o'clock today. Because the internet. The internet. I was trying to place an order at the store and the... I, I don't think it was the internet. I think it was the server of my vendor that yeah. was disagreeing with whatever today because I kept getting errors and it's like, no, sorry. And I'm like, I have a cart. There are things in there and I don't want to reorder and refigure out what I need to get for needles. You needle know. ordering is fun. Love needles. Um, so what am I? Um, I don't have anything finished. Oh, I do, but it is downstairs. But I, I well, it's downstairs. Want- I can still talk about it. Yeah. Um, it, it's not blocked anyway. So um, actually, I'll talk about that later or after. I'll talk about what's in progress right now first. So I've got um, my uh, I. Well, because I finished something, that means I get to cast on new things. This isn't a new thing. This is an old thing. That's almost done. Round um, of applause for finishing. My um, uh, second pair of Opal Advent socks are, um, I'm down to, let's see, we got two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 stitches on each needle. I need to get down to 12 stitches on each side for my magic loop. Hmm. And then I kitchener my toes and then I can pick up and do my heels and then turn them inside out and weave in ends for like 18 hours. <laughs> but they're almost done. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, it th- This pair was interesting because there were some colors in here from the advent kit that I was just thinking I don't know like how this this is going to look terrible like this one here you think it looks like camo but i think it looks like um i think it it it's from the like it's like a, i don't know like a, it's an a, a collection that has animals on it so it's like leopards oh. and leopards and stuff like that when you, you kept saying that it was leopard i thought you were making that up or something but it's actually there why would i say it's leopard if it's not leopard because you're being what it looks like oh no it's from one their lines all have themes uh. so this one is um this one is is from their leopard it's a collection that has animals there's some sheep and some other stuff elephants? in there there i there Giraffes? might be elephants i don't know i don't remember but I, I, I can I can I can check on that. Look into that. Yeah, I can look get, into get, that. Get back to me. We we need we need a parking lot whiteboard. We can get one. We got space back okay. there for one. Um. So those are almost done. I'm really excited. Um. I'm half on the fence, thinking that maybe I should. Um. I kind of want to instead of going through the rest of them, I kind of want to start back at the beginning again and 
do my plan for like knitting them all the way through and just starting because I'm kind of tired of weaving in ends. Yeah. But I kind of figured that the last seven colors is going to be my last pair. So I think I'm just going to push forward and because then I get through it and then I don't have nearly as many ends the yeah. next time. So, um, so those are Take those are as long to weave in ends as it does to actually knit a them. heel or yeah. toe on them it takes a long time so yeah so that my opal advent socks these are i'm using um this pair i'm using um uh rachel Coopy's socks yeah for the cuff heel and toes and i i i really like it it's it's working up really nicely with it the colors are nice because they're it's not like a solid solid um, so it kind of goes well with everything and i when i after i cast on and i started getting through some of the colors i'm like oh, i don't know how this it's gonna look, but it, I, I like how it, the colors actually turn out really well. So yeah. I like it. Very nice. Um, well, that's part of the fun too, because you start yeah. knitting them together, and you don't know exactly what it's gonna look like, but it's just all kind of well, crazy I, colors. That I think is I I know I need to because then I can just kind of knit the other ones like whenever I want. They can be my whatever socks. I need to get through those last seven those last seven colors and knit the yeah. last pair of socks, and and I don't want to open up too many of the doors because I I the, the surprise is fun. The surprise of it is really fun. Sure. So that'll motivate me. So I'm just, I'm still, I'm excited for, I think, July when I can start ordering them again. And then they come in and I think October, they and ship then, October and then like mid-November. And then everybody has to be good and well behaved and wait until December 1st. Yeah. Because it's against the rules if you cast on before December yeah. 1st. You can't start opening doors. No. So That's cheating. That's like opening your Christmas present before Christmas morning. You start tearing the wrapping paper off and snooping and sneaking a peek that's no good well did you did you ever have the advent the chocolate advent calendars when you were no. growing up oh i got one every year yeah and we had saint nicholas day on december 5th so you put out your shoes i think we did that once oh that was that was like way better than christmas yeah that was way better than christmas i don't know why because well it was just like fun stuff it was little things so and that was something my my um my grandma my my mom's mom Oh, it sure. came from her. That came from her side. I that was something that. I should have told the family that I wanted after she passed away were her wooden clogs. Hmm. Because that's it. It's that you used to put out your wooden. You'd put out your wooden clogs. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound very comfortable. I know, but run, well, run a marathon on wooden clogs. I don't know. There. It's. A, Are they still around somewhere? I wonder if somebody. I don't know. Kept those. My cousin. Well, I'm sure. Let me know. Marie, let me know. Um, so what else do I have? Um, I have super secret socks that I can't share, like what they look like. I can tell you what the pattern is though. And it's really cool. Um, so this pattern that I'm doing for these socks, um, I can't share what the yarn is. It's the new super secret yarn that I'm working with. Uh, oh yeah. New, um, mm, pretty cool. Mostly pretty much local localish dyer on oh my gosh come on i would consider her to be very local very local i mean yeah. yeah within she's within an hour yep that's she's not in beaver dam but she might be if she comes to visit me at the store but yeah she's not like live she does not live in beaver dam so the socks that i'm doing with um oh, i almost dumped it in the what was that it, it fell off oh. and it almost fell in my nah. it almost fell in my drink so it um, survived once; it'll survive again. Um. So I. So the new the new yarn that we're going to be getting, and she started dyeing it yesterday, and I'm so excited. But we have we have several 
weeks to wait for it because i it was it's a decent size order and so but we'll see we'll we'll announce it as soon as it's ready yeah. um but the the socks i decided to pick for it are called um they're fine and dandy socks by jessica gore um and the pattern i i, I bought i purchased the pattern on ravelry like what i probably cast on i had them going last weekend so it's like maybe a week and a half ago um and the pattern is, I can't remember what, it doesn't say on here. The pattern is a um, dollar. That's a heck of a deal. Like, I mean, she has like, she has other patterns out there. Um, but this one is one where it's a dollar and all um, profits go to. UNICEF. Yes, to UNICEF. Yeah. Yeah, I told you about that last night. So yep. she, um, so it's really cool. So this one, it's a really, it, it, it's, she. The pattern was fine. I mean, especially for like a dollar, it was fine. And I'm sure it was pretty low on the priority list as far as like updating it to her current format. I got an update like yesterday or the day before yesterday that it has been updated to her current format. And yes, it is still only a dollar. So what that means is she took her, she took the $1 pattern and turned it into and took it and reformatted it with new pictures and mm. updated some of the information um and it's still beautiful it i mean the 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 color the 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 cover picture is a little bit different um it's, it's a totally different pair of socks but some of the information in here is different um but it's uh it's it's definitely easier to follow. So I know some people had said, "Oh, well, you know, it's not some of it's e- it's it's not the easiest pattern to follow. It's better. It's easier to follow now because she's updated it." Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So it has, um, it's kind of fun because it has these little. Um, so it has contrasting toes, um, heels, and um, cuffs, and it's a toe-up sock pattern. And then it has. Um, like some kind of uh, like flower stitches on it, yeah. um, which I had. To, and she actually has a link in here now that you can click on in the pattern for a dollar to go to the video tutorial for how to do the flower stitch. Because even mm. I like the first time I did it, I'm like, this can't be right because I'm like backtracking so far. And I'm like, this isn't going to twist this way. And it's actually it's really cool. So um, the socks I'm working on um, with this are they're turning out really cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I would agree with that. They look good. Yeah, I had to show you because I was all excited. Yeah. Well, there was a little bit of a hiccup because somebody may have. Um, I, I was so excited that I figured out the flower stitch, and after I had backtracked a couple times, that I did the flower stitch like all the way around on the bottom of the sock as well. So, which is not that there shouldn't be any <laughs> stitch patterning on the bottom of the sock. So I redid that. Um, so those are on the needles. Um, and I've been doing really well. I haven't put anything else in the needles lately. I've been getting some stuff done. Um, I did, however, um, three days ago, I think, um, I started, um, again, because, oh, I said, I, I said I was going to read, I was going to do this one. Um, sorry, my stitch mark, the cocoa knit stitch markers are kind of loud. So I, I started Amberly again mm-hmm. with um with nurtured and it's going well it's going really well so my goal with this is to have it done in a week and a half before march 13th before march 13th so this one's kind of an interesting story because i i had cast and i talked about this a little bit last week i cast on 
And I think I was, I don't think I made it through the second skein, but then I had somebody that ordered some yarn and I needed, and they needed one more skein that I actually yep. had in stock. So I gave them one of my skeins and, um, so I didn't have enough to finish it because Julie was out of that dye lot. Wah, wah. Was really sad, <laughs> but it was okay. I wanted somebody else to have it, so I mean, it wasn't. I was like I said, I was only like a skein in, and I can use it for mitts, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make the mitts from ribbed. So, um, so but I had some. I knit a sweater, and um, so Shannon Cook originally did Amberly and um, Julie's nurtured in Compass and Irma, and I ran, um. Like, I had to redo this, but I still had, I hadn't started with any Irma yet, but I knit a sweater in Irma last year, and do you remember this situation? No, I don't. Don't you? Well, once you start, I probably will, but I don't. You knit so many things to know by the pattern name, I don't. You were in the basement playing video games. Okay. And I came downstairs. You better get ready for the wah-wah. Uh-oh, where's um, so I, I finished the sweater, I put the I set the sleeves in and I went downstairs to show Mike and I um I said, Oh, I think the sleeves are too tight. Oh, that situation. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. That was sad. My gauge had changed a lot and then I just but it wasn't the worst thing because I decided I really didn't like the way the neckline was shaping. I wanted to bring the neckline up a little bit, so I did that. But um I couldn't on top of dealing with re-knitting sleeves, I couldn't deal with t- unseaming the sleeves and then rewinding the yarn and then rewashing the yarn. Yeah. And then I just I couldn't deal with it. So I just took the sleeves off and said, you just go over there for now. You just go sit definitely in the naughty corner. And um, I wound up new yarn for the sleeves. But the nice thing is that now I have two nice balls that are like enough. Well, that's from to your finish. sleeves. This is from my sleeves because <laughs> I washed it, so it's not going to matter because I don't have anything else with it. So this will go on the edge. I have another one somewhere. I'm not sure where it's at, but I have two <laughs> that are like this that are of the Irma. What? It's not up there. No, I'm just. Oh, looking. is it up there? No. Okay. I'm just looking so, around. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited because I think it's going to be a really good shop sample. Um, and I think it's going to be, cause I, I've had one little hat that's been a sample for nurtured for the whole time that we've had it at the yeah. store for like a year and a half. So this will be a really good one. And Shannon's pattern is wonderful. So, um, but yeah, so my nurtured is all washed and ready to go for the, Easy. for the contrast color on the edging. So then, um, the other thing that happened this was totally expected. I, I knew that was going to happen. The other thing that happened is um, Shannon um, Cook and Jane Richmond's new book, um, Within. I um, My friend Teresa knit the sweater that's on the front cover. Cool. Um, called Timber. And it's really, really pretty. Of course it is. Um, and I wanted to do it. And I've been wanting to knit a sweater. And well, I, okay, so there are three starts to this sweater. There was one that I was doing in Woolstock and the natural, but the Woolstock natural just didn't quite fluff up enough and like fill in the spaces. Um, it's beautiful. The colors, the the dyed colors work great for it, but natural is just kind of a weird one sometimes because it's kind of transparent, so it needs to be a little bit more dense. So that yarn is going to be something else, and well, it, it will be something, and I'll share that, and I'm really excited about what it's going to be. Um, 
But then I cast on again, and I'm like, oh, I want a brown sweater like Teresa. And, <laughs> well, I just wanted a brown sweater because I like brown sweaters. Um, so I cast on with the brown, and then I just didn't get – I wasn't getting, like, the stitch definition that I liked with it. So um, so that, that brown is going to be – it, it's going to be something else too. It it like as soon as the trunk show came in last two weeks ago for uh, the Home and Away, yep. I knew exactly it was it, it's going to be Georgetown from Home and Away. Okay, so it's it's going to be something. But then last night, I thought, well, since we're going to be going to Madison Knitters Guild, and I am going to be, um, you know, even if it's in progress, um. Yeah. I cast on last night for um, the collar of uh, Timber, and I finished it today at Sweater Club Open Knitting. Nice. So, yeah. So I'm really excited. I was going to – there's the, the next step after you finish. So it's a top-down raglan, um, and it has a, a lot of really beautiful twisted rib in it. Um, but when you do the yoke, because you have all of the twisted rib – um, and you have raglan increases, you need 18 markers. So, um, I probably find that in, in one sweeping of the store. So I wasn't going to try <laughs> and correctly place my 18 markers no. today when we had, um, well, we only had six ladies there because the weather was a little not great. Yeah. It was a little questionable. So, but yeah, that's on the needles now too. So that's, that's really exciting. So I figure even if it's not completely done, it's still going to be good to like to be able to like show, and it'll be something for me to work on because when we vend at Madison Knitters Guild, we mm-hmm. have it's it's crazy busy. Well, we're setting up, and then people are trying to buy things before we even have stuff oh, out yeah. of the boxes. Yeah, and then it's an um, adventure every it's time. It's really fun. It's, it's really fun. really fun. Yep. And then we get it set up, and it's just like it's crazy, crazy, crazy. You feel like you're going to fall over. You can't take anymore. And then the meeting starts, so everybody goes into the meeting, and then it's like dead. Yeah, then it dies for like down. Like an hour and a half, and then everybody comes out for intermission. Yep. And then it's kind of crazy again, and then you hurry up and pack all your stuff into boxes, and then you leave. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, it's good. Yeah. Is it in the same place this year? Yep. Okay, good. Yep. Yep. So. That place is easy to get in and out of. So um, we have a lot of Julia Aslan nurtured in stock. Um, so if you're going to be at Madison Knitters Guild, we will bring, be bringing it to that meeting. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's available on the website, available at the store. Um, we have all of the current colors in stock. But yeah, it's a wonderful yarn. I am yeah. really excited, and I feel like I feel like third time is a charm. This is the third time I've cast on this sweater, yeah. and I think this is going to be it. This will be. This will do it. I don't think the knitters were humoring me today with that. Yeah, no, so, it looks good so far. I think it's really pretty. Yeah. The, the stitch definition is much better. Um, Definitely with the brown. I just it, it was it just wasn't quite right. Yeah, it was kind of flat. So I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be really pretty with. Uh, the brown will be really pretty for um, for Georgetown with the the collar might be the death of me, but yeah, but yeah. So cool. um, so that's what I have is works in progress. Um, I finished, yay! Oh, oh. <laughs> forget about that button. Um, I finished my Wolf River. I'm so excited. Um, so I feel like we've been on. I feel like we went somewhere on vacation over the last week. Because last we weekend yeah. we didn't go anywhere. We haven't gone anywhere. But but like I mean it's freezing today. 
So I feel like yeah. we went somewhere between like last Sunday and Wednesday because Sunday I was out on the fr- I, I walked out to the front porch to go and knit. I was going to work on my um on my West Coast card again yeah. and I couldn't because it was too hot. Well, but I went out there with wool socks, yeah. my moccasins, jeans, um a tank top, a long john shirt, and my Cromwell pullover and I couldn't take it. Yeah, well, I ended up out there with a skirt, a t-shirt, and I was still sweating. And it was amazing. That's great. So I went out it was to like spring all of a sudden in the middle of February. It was wonderful, and the sun was out. My eyes hurt because it was so bright and it felt so good. Yeah, and well, there there aren't any leaves on the trees, right? So it's extra bright. And you were in the backyard. Yeah, I was wearing shorts. I had no shirt on. You remember what? I, I saw you out there without a shirt on. What yeah. did I say to you? You get a sunburn. Would you say? I hope so. <laughs> and I didn't. Well, it's because the sun is so, it's so low, low. But it was amazing. I get out there and get some sun. And yeah, shorts and no shirt. And I was not not even a little bit cold. When I went and was in the shade, it was, a, it was a little chilly maybe in the shade. But in the sun, it was beautiful. I picked up so much poop. It was amazing. Dog poop. Which is good because now today we've got you can't even see the ground ground anymore between all the the rain and sleet and snow we had over the last couple nights. There's no more ground. It was the snow was completely gone. There was well, nothing. Wednesday it was seventy. Well, yeah, seventy on Wednesday. And today I don't even know what the temperature is right now, but it's really really beeping cold. I just remember when I woke up this morning it was 16. I'm like, okay, so we went from 70 to 16 in a couple of days. It's just ridiculous. What about Thursday night? Was it the thunderstorm? That was the the that was weird. It was so so we're we're sleeping and all of a sudden it's like lighting up outside. And that woke me up because it was lighting up the house. And Rollo was sleeping hard, which, oh, thankfully he was sleeping hard because he's not, he's not good with storms. But then he does not all like of a sudden, and then there was thunder. Yeah. And I couldn't sleep. So I, I picked up my, I picked up my, my iPad and I was looking at some stuff on, on Facebook and the friend of ours was talking about thunder and whatever. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Um, for, why was he awake in the middle of the night? On Facebook, talking about... I'll have to ask him about that one, because that's... Why was I awake in the middle of the night looking at Facebook and him talking about thunder? Yeah, I guess. Same reason, probably. He probably can't sleep like I can't sleep all the yeah. way through the night. So, all of a sudden, I hear all this noise coming up the stairs. <laughs> I heard the, I heard that, too, actually. You did? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I heard... And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Logan is coming upstairs. Why is he coming upstairs? He just got scared. And he got scared. And I'm like, wow, he's like, he normally doesn't care he's about He's hauling butt, anything. like, up the stairs. Usually, it, like, it takes, like, it, it's like a, like a three, it's a three-step thing to get up the stairs. There's, like, looking at the stairs and thinking about, like, getting up the, you know, the motivation to get up the stairs. The motivation and the physical, okay. Athlete. And then there's, like, the getting all of the feet in the order. Because, you know, when you're 14 and you're, you're a German shepherd, and it, it's hard. You got to yeah. get all the feet in the right order. So then yeah. he gets the feet in all the right order. And then he gets up to the landing, and it's like, whew. Gonna take, take a, a break. break. Yeah, I'm gonna just hang here for a couple of minutes, catch my breath. So then you get past the landing. Then you get going you, again. And you get going again, and then you get upstairs. No, this was like a straight shot. I don't yeah. think there was like any contemplating anything. No, it was just go. 
So then I hear him in the hallway and I like run out there and I grab the baby gate because I'm like, oh, he's going to go and sleep in the bathroom and you can't get him out of the bathroom because then he gets stuck in there. There's just not enough room for, you know, a horizontal, a, a dog the size of a small human, a small adult human yeah. to like be trying to like. Not even a small adult. adult a normal human. adult, adult I human. I took him to the, the vet today and he still weighs 90 pounds. So he's. He's lost some hey, weight. This is a small adult human, but yeah. So, yeah, so I tried to get him out of the bathroom, and he's just like, I want no part of being, like, by myself downstairs. Yeah. So I got him in the bedroom, and, yeah, so that was all, like, oh, it was crazy. So, yeah. So he finally went to sleep. But, yeah, he's never been afraid of it, and that's how bad it was. Yeah. It was weird. The house it's, was shaking, and, oh, it was so in loud. February. It moved through really fast, because you can hear between, mm-hmm. you know, the, the lightning and the thunder and how far away it is and everything, but... That is weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was very weird. So any other knitting oh, projects? So I finished something. Weren't we just talking oh, about that? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh no, I was talking about so when I when I that I was working on it, we were talking about the weather and that I was working on it. And ah, I, I finished my Wolf River. Got it. But there was a little bit of a hiccup. Hiccup? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about this? I don't know. Are you faking that you don't remember or did I not tell you? I may not have told. Oh, I think I told you. Maybe I wanted both. to go in the backyard and tell you, but you looked really, really happy like out there picking up I poop. I was having and so I much did fun not picking wanna, up like, poop. You're, it was like, the best. Yeah, walking around without your shirt and so getting, not getting sunburned. So I sat down. What? I was going to say, because the sun and I do not get along very well mm-hmm. in the summer, but apparently this time of year it's perfect. Yeah. I get burn. I burn really, really quickly and really easily. They're a delicate flower. That's well, true. So I was, um, I was so excited because I, I, well, I was disappointed because I couldn't work on my on my uh, West Coast cardigan. But that'll come this weekend. Yeah, when I can have you know super bulky yarn sitting on my lap. Right. Um, but I started working on Friday at open knitting. My goal was to get the sweater to the point where to get this the second sleeve to the point where I was going to start working on the sleeve shaping so the decreases and so I was so happy and last week I was talking about like I'm started my decreases and I have we were discussing is it three inches or four inches or what is it I mean the difference of an inch that makes a that's a big difference Lisa well it's not that really want you really want to be sure that you so I got at least at least I'm going to say at least another, I can't even remember now. It was, I'm trying to like wash it out of my brain. Um, I don't, I must not have told you this. I don't think you did. It was painful. I almost went in the backyard and told you. I didn't tell anybody when it happened. That's how painful it was. So I had like, I mean, I had probably eight inches of my sleeve done at this point, if not more. Which it had it had to have had like another fifty rounds done. It had to have been like round like sixty or seventy or something like that. Um, and I look at it, and I'm like, oh, I'm making great progress. And I was like, I don't know, I was watching, I was finishing up watching the last season of Downton Abbey, and I was just having oh. a grand old time. And I look at it, and last Friday when I was trying to get it work it to a certain point before I like set it down, I made my first sleeve decrease on the top of the sleeve. You can't fix that. So you had to start all over? I had to pull it all the way back to the point where I was when I showed it to you last week and on 
Yeah. When I came home, everything that I had worked on, I was sitting out there. I mean, it was like two and a half episodes and I had to rip it all back. Yikes. So I had a big pile of yarn. <laughs> but the sun, my point, the sun made it, you know, not as terrible. Sure. It was still pretty terrible. It's pretty terrible. But if the sun hadn't been there, imagine how terrible it would have been if it was gray and cloudy and snowy and cold. So I told a story at the store and some people laughed at me. They laughed at you? They did. That was mean. I think it is too. Why, why would you laugh at Elisa? <laughs> it was very sad. Through her pain and trauma. But, you know, it, and my, my point is though, I mean, it happens. It it it, yeah. it 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 always happens, and you. Yeah. Know, it, it's so funny because I always I have knitters that always ask me. They're like, "Well, when is it going to stop being? Um, when is it going to stop being? Um, when am I going to stop making mistakes? Never. Nope. Not, Never. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen, Never and that's part happen. of it. When you knit, you're going to rip. Yeah. So part of the process, and you know, it could have been worse. I could have been done with the sleeve and noticed it later, and at that point, I don't know what I would have done. You would have done the same thing. You would have had to. You can't just, well, I quit. I made a mistake. I'm not going to finish it. You it's have a shop to sample. It. Maybe if I hang it just like this. Try to disguise no one's it. Maybe it. No. Camouflage no. it. No. And, and like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, God, that is so obvious. Yeah. So I get lesson with, with this is every so often when you're knitting, take a moment to look at what you're doing. Sure. Look at what you're knitting because, yeah, a lot of times, you know, I just, I put my head down and I just, I try and plow through it because I'm like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then I ripped it back. But it is done. It is done and I was so happy when I bound off the sleeve. I can't believe I didn't tell you about that. I don't know. See? The I'm sun. The sun me. made me so happy right. that I didn't feel a need to, to tell you. So that <sighs> I did we'll I finished that. Again. So that was pretty happy. So Good. I will um I'm gonna get that washed and um block this weekend. Very cool. So, but that's all I have for that's finished it? stuff. Yeah. All right. So if you wanna purchase any of the things that Lisa has talked about here today, not the finished projects or not the not the works in progress, but the, the materials to construct. The materials to make the things that Elisa has talked about. You can go to fireflyfibers.com. That is the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And uh, you can go there and do all kinds of shopping for yarn and accessories and uh, bags and all kinds of fun stuff. Opal sock yarn. Opal sock yarn has just recently been put up on the mm -hmm. website. So if you have an interest in that, make sure you go there and check that out. Because if you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart... You qualify for free shipping. To get that, make sure when you go to your cart, you're using offer code FREESHIP. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And that'll get you free shipping on that entire order of $100 or more. True story. True story. Yeah, I added the opal this week. I said I was going to add the opal this week, and I did. Um, so we have opal. Um, we have the Hunterwassen collection. Um one and two and three. Okay. Um, and the solids are on there. The solids are beautiful. Yeah. The solids are really cool. And then um, I ordered some of the, um, and it's there now, the cabaret. And I like the kitty on here. The kitty is funny. He's, a good he's different on all of the labels. He's kind of like a Garfield kind of looking. He's, he's orange and black. And he's 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 happy. He's a very happy kitty. Well, yeah. So um, I may have brought some yarn home for my own stash. 
Is that why that's here? I thought it was just a show off for the uh, the, the promotional no, it's considerations. Mine. Well, it's good. Mine. It should good. Be. Why not? Oh, you're the best husband ever. It's true. No, and I I've I've resisted, and I I brought some home for myself. So um, so yeah, most of it's there. We have a uh, one color that Susan B. Anderson just like totally totally promoted that has been on back order for like literally months. Um, and we will have more of that one coming in. It's 21 um, something something Fenster Auto Boost or something. I don't know. I know, right? Well, it's that German sounds yarn. Very German. It's very German. It's, it's, very German. It's, it's all very German. So, um, so that will hopefully be in in a couple of weeks. Um, I am really especially in love with this one. It is, um, oh, I don't have my glasses on. I can't see. Would you like me to read that for you, Elisa, with my working Should I be like functional? your mom? Let me borrow your glasses. My functional so eyes. See. Um, it is. Um, the, so the cabaret. Um, well, I brought the, the two that I brought home are my favorites. Um, there's one. Um, oh, it doesn't say what they are. Um, Ninety-two thirty-six. It's kind of a what? It's all of the colors. There, I can't even use. It's kind of a. It's not. It's like, a bunch of. There's like some teal, it's not pink, like orange, purple, or blue, yellow, or... green, blue. Yeah, I mean, there's like everything in there. I've seen this one has been. I've seen this one knit up on Ravelry and projects. This one is a really cool like garter stitch hat. I saw someone did a garden oh, yeah. chat and it's really, it's cool in socks too. Um, and then the other one that I, my other favorite is um, 9231. So 9236 and 9231, I feel like I'm reading bingo numbers. B23. Um, so, and this one is like a teal with bits of, um, yeah, because you can describe that. It's like teal with yeah, bits most, of like, like reddish kind of colors going through mostly it. Mostly blue. So... Um, but I like those too. Um, but yeah, they're, it's, I've, I've been having a lot of fun knitting with Opal and so I'm happy that we're bringing more into the store. Yeah. So, but yeah. Oh, oh. And the new issue of Pom Pom Quarterly issue 20 is also available on the website. Now that one is, I brought one home. I haven't had a chance to read through it yet, but it looks fun. So I'm sure it is. They're all fun, aren't they? It's, it's another beautiful issue. It's a good one. So, all right. I think that's all I got. That's it. Yeah. Do you have anything? For the store? Go to fireflyfibers.com, purchase items from the store. Well, you were there yesterday. I, yeah, I was there yesterday. <laughs> Working remotely. So I am fortunate enough that with my current real full-time job, so believe it or not, co-hosting a podcast about yarn and knitting is not my full-time job. As much as I would like it to be, it is not my full-time job. My full-time job is nice because at least like once a week it's nice i get to work from home and uh that was thursday i got to work from home my first time since i started this new role and that was fantastic well friday you started in december right started in december uh, on december 5th i december believe 5th. which is saint nicholas day well there you go well that was <laughs> you my should have put out your shoes my gift for saint nicholas day of 2016 was was uh starting a new job but I got to do that, and then uh, Friday, because of the weather, I, I decided to uh, to also work from home because where we were was there was rain, freezing rain, and ice and snow, and later in the day it would have been the same kind of freezing rain kind of situation. So I decided to work from home. Well, I woke up and I'm uh, turning my computer on and getting ready to go and getting ready for the day. And what? There's no internet. I was wondering why you were running around so frantic, and then I realized. Well, and you told me, and I realized I should have told you because when I was trying to get dogs to, you know, go to sleep, 
after they ran upstairs and they're like, Mommy, I need you. I couldn't watch Netflix. Yeah. Oh, so like, I need my job. I need, I need the internet for my job, obviously, because I need to connect in from my computer to the work stuff. And so I'm like, oh, man, I got to hurry up. I got to get in the shower. I got to get in my car and start driving, even though I don't want to with the freezing rain and the ice and everything else. I the have reason to that you were going to stay home was to, like, not die in the car. And then you're going to go in the car that. to, like, go and get internet. Well, couldn't you have gone somewhere else? People here in town have to have, well, probably nothing that's going to be well, good enough for. I wasn't thinking about that because I'm like, okay, there is some really mega, super important stuff happening today that I need to be available for. And you could have spent the day at Blackwater's. Well, I could have, but I wasn't, my brain wasn't thinking oh, about that. that's why you have me. I was so focused on, I need to get this work done. So I need to get, get into work to make this happen. And I don't live like five minutes from work. I live 45 minutes from work. It takes me a while to get there. And, and even more with well, not and, good roads. Yeah. If it's snow and ice, it's going to take me an hour and a half, if not more. I've had sometimes where it takes more than that even, but at least it's like, well, you can just go to the store <laughs> and work from there. I'm like... I'm going to do that because we don't have the same. We have a different internet provider at the store than we have here at home. And, and I'm so smart. And Lisa's so super smart that I'm like, I'm going to go to work. So I went there and I turned on half the lights and sat there and started doing work. It worked out really well. And then a few hours into it or three or four hours into it, I'm like, all right. So it sounds like everything is back up and running. So I came home and finished up my day from here. And we thought... See, I thought when I woke up in the middle of the night, I thought it was just because of the storms in our area, but it wasn't. Well, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, so ice built up on a tree branch somewhere and took down a wire, and now everything, now we, nobody's got internet, but it wasn't, well, I guess mm. technically nobody had internet because. <laughs> nobody meaning nobody in the country. Nobody in the country, and we, we won't say our uh, the name of our inter- internet provider, but it's it's a smarter. It rhymes like, with smarter. So, sounds like smarter cable. And, uh, but they got everything up and running later in the day. And so it worked out. Considering like how big of a thing you said it was, I was really impressed with how fast they got it taken care of. Yeah. Cause I was mm-hmm. seeing people commenting from Colorado and St. Louis. And so pretty much anywhere they serviced was out of internet. internet that so. was a really hot olive. They're really good. Aren't They're they really, really good. good. That one was, that one was definitely spicier than the other two. So, so Mike got some, so, well, cause Mike goes to Costco. You know, for our food needs. Some of it. You know, a family of two definitely needs Costco size I mean, everything. For a lot of it, we do shop local. We do, but a we. Family owned grocery we store. Like, um, yeah. But so Costco Mike has goes, a lot of good stuff too. Yeah, so uh, you can't beat the price of their avocados. Mm hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he you brought home a jar of, I mean, it's it's a big jar. We get our olives from there, mm-hmm. the queen olives. Um, you got their jalapeno garlic olives. Did you just get a spicy one too? <laughs> See, <laughs> the, the one... first two I ate were fine. That last one was really spicy, but they're good. really good. Yeah. So every once in a while, I, I'm always nervous, like getting something new from there because I'm like, <laughs> if it's not no, good, no. it's really a whole bunch that doesn't, yeah. a whole like big thing that doesn't taste a good. Five gallon bucket of olives. Oh yeah, we had one of those that that smelled going down the garbage disposal too. Hmm? You remember that when we had, I dumped that one down? I had to like clean the garbage disposal with like no. lemons and dish soap when I dumped Holy that one down there. Oh, it was it was not I don't good. Remember that at all? So anyway, but, okay. Yeah. So things Elisa has been knitting. Plug for Firefly fibers. 
let's go. You know, we didn't do any Canadian canoes last week, so... Time for some Canadian canoes. We've actually got two stories. Jane has been sending us multiple emails per week. She's overachieving. She's sending us our knitting news. She's sending us questions to get entered into the drawing. I'm going to tell you people out there right now, Jane's got a really good shot of winning this, but she doesn't have a 100% chance of winning. So make sure you send in. Because it's not biased. Not biased. It's completely random drawing week when we get to the end of this. But send in a question, comment, whether you've got knitting news, you've got a question for us, you've got... It doesn't have to be knitting related. We do other things besides talk about knitting. We can talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Like food. Sure. um, We garden. Um, What else do we do? Sometimes I want to do like an advice show. So send us a question about your life challenges and we will provide you with... I'm not saying it'll be good advice. I'm just saying ask us a question. You just want to be Dr. Phil? I want to... How's that working for you? That's that's my Dr. Phil impression. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> I will I will do my Dr. <laughs> Phil impression for the entire segment if you send us um, an advice question. That might deter people from sending something on. I don't I don't know how Dr. Phil talks aside for that If you, send, if you want advice you? on something, um, Mike, you can choose. Put in your your email if you want Mike to talk like Dr. Phil or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sure, or somebody else. I can I can do other impressions. But. Which ones? I can do comedy frog. Hi ho! Yay! That's okay, right? That was okay. Yeah. That was better than me. I can't do any of them. I love when I think like, oh, that kind of sounded like, it, and you're just like, no, not so much. Yeah, it's hard. To t- you always sound different inside your head than you do when you're when you hear it recorded or played back. So we're gonna do this one, which is fantastic. So Jane sent this one into us this week, which is great because I had it on deck for last week in case we needed things for time. Um, this is like the perfect ultimate story for us for Canadian Canoes. Oh my god, it is. I'm gonna cry. It, I didn't even look at. It. I saw that she sent it, but I didn't read it. Yep. And now I, yeah, it's wonderful. Thank you, Jane. So if you if you know Elisa and I, you will know that this 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 like. All of our interests kind of intersect at this point. So headline, knitters take the lead in bid to brighten chances of black dogs being adopted. So if you know, like, animals in general, whether it's dogs, especially cats, black cats especially, have a really hard time getting adopted yeah. because of the superstition and the kind of the, the feelings there as far as the bad luck black cat kind of a thing. But it's the same thing with black dogs. And, and we know this because we've got Logan. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's a big black German Shepherd. And actually, was at the at the vet today. There was there was a lot of people at the vet when I was there, and uh, there was a there was a little girl who was going around and she wanted to see the the people with kitties. And then there's a little there's a dog there that she wanted to go and pet the dog. She she kind of shied away and she cringed a little bit seeing Logan because he's well, he's, he's not, big and he's black. He's a big black uh, German Shepherd police dog. And there's a little funny. There's a little boy. There's like, is that a police dog? Well. He's probably not smart enough to be a police dog. He could have been. He, he probably could have been. He's good at following orders, and he's very... Uh, he's, and he, he wants to do a good job. Yeah, he aims to please, but... I think people think that black dogs are mean and or aggressive, yeah. and they're not. No. They're, they're, they, yeah, they're just, they're, yeah, they're dogs. Yeah, Logan is probably the most gentle, nicest... Well, and now, I've gone, if I, it, it's weird, because I go for a walk with Logan, nobody absolutely positively comes near me. Yeah. I take Rollo 
everybody wants to touch him. Sure. Everybody wants to and see him. And everybody wants to talk to me. And I'm like, yeah. we're still going for a walk. Yeah. So. I say, and, and lo- talking about Logan at the vet, he is so good at the vet because he took, I don't know how many, what, probably four or five different shots today plus drawing today. blood. He like took it like a champ. I get one flu shot in December or whenever that was and like cringing I don't want the shot and he's like whatever he doesn't even notice it he doesn't even notice it's happening I think he's he's so trusting he's he's a very very trusting dog and yeah. we've had him for he's he's well we had his it was his 11 11 um 11th anniversary 11th gotcha anniversary this year yeah um and he is just yeah we've never heard him growl no Never. I mean, he's people think he's just like, oh, he's so mean. And I'm like, no, he's I've never heard this dog growl. Nope. Ever. Well, in his younger days, he was over 100 pounds. Now he's down to 90 because, well, partly because he's old, but partly because we want to bring his weight down a little yeah. bit to make it make it a little easier for him to, to yeah, move boy. around. His- well, and I will admit, we remember when we went to go, well, we, we originally went to the Humane Society to see a different dog. Yep. And that didn't work out. That didn't work out at all. That was she, the she exact was not okay. Of she she out. was not going to fit into our family. Which I mean, we're flexible because we don't have kids. Yeah. But it was not going to work with our other dog at the time if we wanted him to, you know, continue being with us. Right. She was. She had some issues. She, she needed. She needed Caesar. Yeah. Um. So then, like, well, we have another German Shepherd. I'm like, oh, I saw him, but I'm like, and, and it wasn't even that he. It, it it was because he was a big black. It was because he was a black dog. But it was because we had a white dog. Yep. So you have a white dog and a black dog. That means that you're going to be able to know, not be able to wear anything. Right. So I'm like, okay, fine, fine. So bring him out. So he came out and he followed our husky at that time. He followed him around the yard at the Humane Society. It was a big yard, too. It was a big yard. And he followed like five steps behind Joey all the way around. Mm-hmm. Like he was the best thing. And then he came up and in front of me and like promptly laid down on his back. Yep. Very submissive. And it was over. I like he looks at me and he's like, much. you're going to be my mom and I'm going to go home with you. And we took him home. He was 78 pounds when we brought him home. Was he? He was tiny. He was so... Well, he had Holy a tapeworm. Cow. He put in like he had 25 tumor. pounds. He had a tumor and he had a tapeworm. That's true. He did, yeah. Someone, he was found at a, oddly enough... Um, at a husky dog show, yeah, in um, in Fond du Lac, yep. and um, he had yeah he had a tumor on his tail, and he had in a that case it was so a tumor, was a tumor, not a tumor. See, that wasn't very good. <laughs> but you, yeah, you so need to practice that. Oh, when we get that set up, you can practice. And he didn't know how to play. No, he didn't know how to play. He didn't know how to do anything. We wanted to play with him, and then he peed on the floor. He didn't know how to use his feet. Like we give him a peanut butter jar, and it would like roll away from him. He didn't know how to like hold on to the like the bone or the peanut butter jar or anything like that. Yeah, and he was three. He was three years old and did not know how to play. So, yeah, well, yeah, it makes me happy. He, and he just he absolutely adored Joey. Everybody did. Well, yeah, everybody adored Joey. <laughs> Your sister's dog came in French, kissed him, Onyx. Your big Mike's sister's dog um, is a. I mean, he was he was a big Rottweiler and the most like the most like alpha dog that I had ever met. I mean, he was like I mean he wasn't aggressive, but he's no. just like no, I'm in charge. And he came up to Joey and was like licking his mouth. Yeah, it was so weird. Joey was in charge, but yeah. So Logan Logan found a good home here, and yes, he was named after Wolverine, of course, which is very timely because of the movie Logan. That's out right now. 
You haven't seen that? I haven't. I knew it was out there, but I haven't yeah, seen it. It's the uh, last X Men Wolverine with uh, oh, Hugh Jackman. Is it? <gasps> so we may have to go see it. Okay. All right. So anyway, so, so there's there's dog, black dog in a sweater. Thanks, Jane. Canadian canoes. <laughs> Mark two. So but, uh, we pretty much talked about it. I mean, pretty much this whole story, the, the idea here is that uh, this group of knitters in yeah. this area, they had heard that these uh, these animals, this dogs especially, were having a, a hard time getting adopted because, you know, they were getting passed over by, by people because, simply because they were black. All of a sudden this, this shelter found that they were, uh, they were having housing oh. more black animals more black dogs than uh, than others so basically they started knitting little sweaters for these dogs very bright colorful sweaters in the hopes that it would get these uh, black dogs adopted and it did it worked out it's interesting what did i just read where was it the something about the oh the it is thought that black dogs may be more difficult to rehome because they do not photograph well which i can attest to that that's why there are it's not that i love rollo more than logan logan is the nicest guy ever rollo is kind of a jerk sometimes um but it, it, Rollo is so much easier to get pictures of. Logan yep. is really, really difficult. Unless yeah. he has full sun on him, he's really hard to get pictures of. And he has to have his mouth open so you can see his pink tongue and his teeth. Um, but they, so they don't photograph well. And then they also say it may all, and may also appear more threatening because their teeth stand out more in photos. Yeah. Yep. So that makes sense. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, I, I know that you. As, as I was reading through this story the the, the first time originally. It's like, yeah, Lisa comes across this all the time. We try to take pictures of him and, and everything, you know, just kind of blends together. You need so much light. And a big old smile from him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very neat. Uh, it's actually it looks like it's, uh, in Scotland, Scottish SPCA superintendent Sheridan Cor- Corm- Comrie said, this syndrome really does affect the adoption of animals in our care. And through new f- no fault of their own, black dogs yeah. are almost always the last to get new yep. homes. So there's nothing wrong. It doesn't matter what color they are. They, they're, they they're don't, still dogs. They don't know what color they are. But for whatever reason, the reason there's this uh, stigma there. Like I said, it's, it's the same thing with cats. I think uh, cats are even worse because of the whole of superstition, superstition, and, and witches and all that kind of stuff. There's, you know, and you find too, like with cats especially, and Dalmatians, and some of those things where they've got that kind of uh, background, or you know, black cats at Halloween they get adopted and then they end up on the street yeah. or. You know, somebody goes out and watches 101 Dalmatians and they adopt a Dalmatian for Christmas and then kids don't want to take care of them or whoever. And Dalmatians are high energy dogs. So, yeah. yeah. But point being, I guess, maybe not the point, but we're kind of making it the point. If you're going to adopt an animal, whether it's a cat or a dog or a bird or a fish or whatever, know what you're getting into and uh, don't shy away from an animal just because of their physical appearance. It's the same thing with like a pit bull or something like that, that, you know, pit bulls mm-hmm. are, you know, super sweet dogs. It's all in how they were raised, how they were trained. Um, and they yeah. are. They are super sweet animals. Yeah. So We have friends that have pit bulls. I have friends. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that have pit bulls. Sure. But yeah. And huskies are, yeah, well. People get huskies too because they're so pretty, but they're mm, they're they're a, a lot a challenge. So yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of uh, husky videos on Facebook and other places. And they're super super cute, but they are a lot of work. They're very stubborn. They do their own thing. They they do what they want to do. They yeah. don't do what they don't want to do. 
Well, and I think, you know, we're very passionate about huskies and, well, and shepherds, but I mean, they're both breeds that end up in the, in the, at the, at the, at the humane societies. Very regular. Oh, my friend Danae sent a picture of, sent me a picture of a husky that is available at um, the, I think it's the Columbia County Humane Society. And I said, Yukon. He's beautiful. He's three. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I said, thank you. And you are evil. Yeah. So he's beautiful, though. We don't have room in our house for any more dogs. You're going to bark, aren't you? Two is plenty. Oh, jeez. Mr. Right. Cone Man. So we're, we're approaching an hour already at this point, so we're going to do this. Here's the mail. Oh, it never fails. Oh, it makes me want to oh, wag my oh, tail. Oh, when it comes, I want to wail. We get all kinds of mail this time. And I don't even know where to start on this one. So, okay, let's let's do this. So, if you remember, we were to talk about Jane. So maybe go to the other one at the beginning of. We'll we'll, we'll do all of them. Oh, we're the, doing the, all of them. Yeah, the beginning of the show, two thousand and seventeen is the year that we are currently living in. So we got a nice email from uh, from Jennifer. So Jennifer, if you remember, of several weeks back, she's the one who won the contest to get the free uh, Patreon, basically Patreon subscription subscription Mm -hmm. for the month of uh, February. And so she is definitely making use of that. So she sent us several uh, questions and comments, (laughs) which I appreciate all of them. I'm going to address some of them. So first we're going to have a battle. We're going to have a a, a little, little battle. Maybe a little battle. So number one, Mike, don't ever say that you're not getting sick. You're just asking for trouble. I would like to say, you know, I just want to, I'm don't even start. Don't even. You're going to get sick. I'm pointing at the camera you're right now. You're jinxing yourself. Elisa has been sick for the last month. Everybody at work has been sick for the last two months. I am invincible. I'm half invincible then. If everybody at your work has been sick for two months, I've only been sick for a month. Okay, maybe it's Well, not and it was long. three weeks, really, because the first week was only me throwing out my neck, which... Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Okay, so but I, yeah, you are kind of looking. Well, I've said that like fifteen times since you were sick, and I have not gotten sick. So I, I don't know how it didn't happen. I must not have been really sick. Apparently, I am. I am invincible. I am immune to all diseases and sicknesses. At least for now. <laughs> I still don't <laughs> until know. tomorrow. Normally, normally I would agree with that. I'm like, don't say anything. Don't jinx, your, jinx yourself. It's going to happen. I've said it so many times on this podcast. I've said it at work. I'm like, I'm telling everybody, I'm like, my wife is sick. All you guys are sick. I haven't gotten anything. It's so weird when you call me your wife. I don't know why it's weird. I mean, we've been married for, well, it be 11 years. It's, it it's still sounds weird. Been a long time. I know. It's we're, weird. We're, yeah. Your wife. So uh, you are my wife. So and then she also <laughs> talks about Under the Dome, which we talked about last week, the television series Under the Dome. But she says definitely read the book because the book is good. So check that out. Um, yeah, and she's the the TV show was, the series was so far away from the book. Yeah, which is from the 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 stuff that I saw and looked into. That's pretty much what everybody also said. But she also talked about the whiskey barrel that we had that we talked about last week. As far as where all that went, she did something similar for her son. She checked in with him to see kind of how things were going there apparently his turned out just fine so i don't know if they had a different barrel i think you need to send an happened. email to the people you got it from maybe there's something wrong with the one because from yeah. what you read is that if if it if it leaks when you get it they're really good about replacing them they're, but it didn't leak that's the point but it didn't leak it didn't leak at so, all so i feel like just the, email them and say hey where dudes where did our whiskey go because the, the barrel did what it was supposed to do i think but it went somewhere i don't know 
So she also so here <laughs> there wasn't any whiskey left. I don't think it did what it was supposed to do. <laughs> I I I don't know. And just ask, maybe ask them. You know, should it not be in there for? I mean, it was probably what eight months. It was eight months, but I mean, it shouldn't you have all disappeared. Like uh, you barrel. Well, I think whiskey in general or wine. You go to Wollersheim Winery in Sock. They've got all those barrels. Those mm-hmm. are in there for more than they're not in there yeah. for two weeks. They're in there for months and months at a time. And they don't like their wine doesn't just disappear. That would be an awfully expensive business if you only got two tablespoons of wine from your two liters that you put. I don't in even there. know if there's two tablespoons in there. <laughs> like I said, the whiskey that soaks into the wood is the devil's share. Yeah. I think the devil had well, way too much of my whiskey. Apparently, we are very inviting to the devil because he took all of our <laughs> whiskey out of that barrel. Maybe that was the problem. He's coming in at night after we go to bed and. Uh, Drinking taking a my glass whiskey. out of there, taking it out, and we didn't even notice. He didn't but, stop then. Well, he can't anymore because there's no left. Yeah, there isn't any left. We're apparently safe. So apparently if you don't want the devil to visit you, make sure you don't have any barrels of whiskey sitting around because that's so, what invites the devil. So instead of putting out <laughs> cookies and milk for Santa, you just <laughs> put your, some whiskey out. Your, your barrel of whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, and then. But then, of course, she, she had a comment about the way that I talk. And this isn't so. This isn't even the way that I talk. This is just the way that I podcast. The way that my radio announcing banter. I'm Elisa. not getting in the middle of this. Oh, you two can battle this out next time you see her. You, Jennifer, I will battle you. Just remember, she took her shoes. She brought extra shoes with her today, so she wouldn't get slop all over the floor for okay. you to mop up. So there probably won't be a battle. But she did say that the teacher, uh, the teacher in me, can't help but let you know that when you say the date, there is no. And quote unquote, and, and I know this. in it, so what, it would be 2017, you know not 2000. And so, of course, I know this because your dad is a teacher. My dad, my okay. dad was an English teacher for I don't know 20, however 20, 30 years. Point being, sometimes when you when you're on a podcast, you're broadcasting to the people. Sometimes you flourish, you embellish. How you talk. You don't necessarily talk exactly the way that you would. Like February. Like February. I don't say February most of the time. Sometimes because it's funny. You flourish sometimes at home when you're not on the podcast. Yeah, honestly, the way I talk here is, <laughs> is not too different than the way I normally talk. So maybe I'm telling a tale there. Point, but point being, I think it's funny. I may or may not stop. Now, thank you, Jennifer, for making me self-conscious about the way that I say things. Really? No. <laughs> you're just going to want to do it more because you know you're going to be poking someone. No, I will be make, I will make a point <laughs> of saying 2017 when I say the year, whether I, I feel like I need to or not. And is that it? Oh, no, that's, that's not it at all. First. You didn't talk about Jans. Okay. So now Jane, like I said, also sent us an email with a couple really good questions. So first, like she has been doing for the last few weeks to enter the drawing, she sent a question for me and a question for Elisa. First question for Mike. she wants to be fair. She wants to be fair. Not play favorites. No. I'm her favorite, but. Obviously. Yeah, I think you're, <laughs> that, 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 that's why it's called the Elisa the Arnista Show podcast and not the Mike podcast. The Mike podcast doesn't have a very That'd good ring to it. Yeah. Mike doesn't even have a blog. So I think uh, to call it the Mike podcast would be a little, yeah. Well, I I pay for a blog and server space and I... I don't have anything to say. 
I have things to say, but I don't have any time. So maybe we need to talk about this offline and figure out how to make it work. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure something out. Okay, so Jane. So Jane asks, for Mike, we hear a lot about what Elisa is cooking. Just wondering if you cook and what is your favorite thing to cook? I'm going to oh, take boy, that in I can't reverse believe order. Jane has not, I, I can't believe Jane has missed this. She missed this? A lot of people know what you cook and what your favorite thing is to cook. My favorite thing to there cook are is some frozen jokes pizza. In the store about, well, because <laughs> that's well, super okay. easy and it's There's awesome. There's that, but there there are other things you like. So I don't. So I mean, to answer the question, I really I don't cook a lot, probably as much as I I should or or need to. I think that's something I'll, I'll, I want to do more of going forward. Now that I can work from home periodically, doing stuff like that. But the way I eat is very different than the way Elisa eats. Yeah, I eat. Uh, I eat very basically most of the time or, or when I when I uh, cook for myself. Basically, I'm eating chicken breast. I'm eating some sort of a, a carbohydrate, whether it's sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, rice, and a vegetable, generally like broccoli or asparagus, something like that. Because I eat kind of what people would consider to be kind of a, a bodybuilding type diet most of the time. If you exclude the pizza and the beer and some the of those, martini the martini that, you that I just with had. The olives. <laughs> so if you exclude that, I, I kind of stick to a pretty basic. I, I focus on the uh, macronutrient nutrients being protein, carbohydrates, and fats, and don't focus as much on the ma- the micronutrients being vitamins, minerals, that kind of stuff. So my my diet is at least before Elisa is pretty basic. Still is for the most part. Uh, try to eat. High protein. Before, oh, oh, god! Relatively low carbs. Oh, so uh, when we first started, a lot of well, before we started dating, well, we worked together. Yeah. When I would walk into the break room, and there, there was there, there was you yep. and Foo. Yeah. And I would walk into the break room at work, and like I, it, it, like you could smell before you even got into the break room. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? It's not funny. <laughs> That you could smell that one of the two of them was in there eating a can of tuna over the sink. Yeah. At least, I mean, it was over the sink. I I don't know why. Why was it? That's weird. I still, so. There's tuna on, there's tuna on the menu for tomorrow. Has those big things where you get, I don't know, was it like 10 or 12 cans of tuna? I still, Mm -hmm. I get those. I got my, I have that in my drawer. So if I'm a, if I'm a peckish, if I'm feeling a little uh, hungry. I'll go have a can of tuna. It's good. At least I'm not like food because food would drink the water out of the tuna can, which I always thought was weird. I wouldn't even go to that length. Sounds disgusting. But it's a lot of protein. In the water? No, in the tuna. (laughs) Just like gross. (laughs) But that's, that's pretty much how it, there, there are a few things I'm not, so I don't, Elisa obviously takes a lot of joy and has fun in the process of cooking. Well, my approach is different. I, I like healthy cooking and I like bringing out flavors and developing yeah. flavors and you just, I mean, food to you is sustenance. Food to me is to make sure I don't die because I don't want to starve, but also it's, it's kind of a, not that I'm like a super bodybuilder because I'm definitely not, I, I would, could, I would, I'm a weightlifter, not a bodybuilder. But I'm I'm about again the protein and the, the just fueling the body and keeping myself going. And I think it's been that for me has been really educational because I'm able to you and, and I ask you questions about it. 
Like, you know, well, what about this and what about this? And, you know, how, you know, if I make this, is this going to be okay for you? Because I don't understand a lot about like the bodybuilding kind of stuff. So it helps me because I like making healthy things, but Mm -hmm. I like making food for us because to me, food isn't only like, I love making food and just like cooking for me is very therapeutic. Yeah. But um, it's my zen. Like being in the kitchen has always been in my zen. I mean, like I... Well, we talked about it. I was like five or six or seven or something and making French toast. And I just, I absolutely loved being in the kitchen. I was the one in college. We go out to the bar and we go back to my house and I always wanted to make food for everyone. Yeah. That's just, it's my nurturing nature. And for me, I want to put a a sheet of frozen chicken breasts in the oven for 45 minutes and I'll go sit down and do something else and come back. It's done. It's done. And I package it up for the week and away I go. And I know, you know, I know you don't need like the way that I cook, but I want to be able to cook the way that you're going to be able to eat. And because I know you appreciate it, the, I mean, and I know I don't need to, you know, spend the time that I do in the kitchen, but I know you appreciate the flavors and what I do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love Um, to eat. I love to eat. You'd love to eat. That that was something in the first days we ever went on, we went and you had sushi for the first time. Yeah. And you ended up taking leftovers home for the first time ever yep. and said your dad was going to be so disappointed in you for taking home yeah. leftovers. But, I mean, for me, yeah, it's the food. And so, like, I get to learn from you. And I think the paleo, like, for me has been a really good way to kind of understand because the paleo fits in. Yeah, similar. Similar with how you're going to eat because it's the proteins and all of that. Yep. So, yeah, you'll eat anything. Yeah, I'm not super picky. There are no, very, you're not picky. Very few things that I won't. I'm, and, and I'm very thing. lucky because there have been times that things have not turned out. Yeah, but you'll still eat it. It's not that I, I don't. I eat, won't eat it. I don't eat this way because I'm picky and I'm, I'm very particular about what I eat. I mean, I'm very open and willing to try things. I'm. I love trying new things. It's mm-hmm. just I'm not gonna. I won't go out of my way to search them out and learn how to process and prepare and do all the cooking. And that's the thing I was gonna say too that you you enjoy the process of yep. of being in the kitchen and the cooking and the doing and the chopping and the mixing and the flavors and all that kind of stuff. And I just I just don't. You don't enjoy, enjoy you don't enjoy that. the doing of it, but you are you you really seem to enjoy the like being in the kitchen with me yeah. while I'm doing it and yeah. like here taste this. Does it need more salt? Does it wh- something is missing? There's like a little bit of a tone mm-hmm. of something that isn't right, and you can help tell me that. Just yeah. like Emily colors at the store, like when I'm doing knitting yeah, stuff. It's like knitting again. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily do it, but I can appreciate the process and the work that goes into it, and uh, other people spending time on it to to make some of those things happen. One of my favorite things that you used to make that I definitely cannot have anymore because it's like gluten upon gluten or those, um, those, those, uh, um, those crab, the body, the bodybuilding crab rolls that you. Yeah. The basically it's a crab, like a crab lasagna type thing. Oh God, those are so good. Yeah. Seafood Mm, lasagna, I suppose. Yeah. Those are so good. All right. So question for Elisa. What are some, I don't know about some, but maybe, maybe a couple. What are some of your biggest pet peeves that us knitters do that drive you crazy? So be careful, Elisa. Don't, don't offend anybody out there. I think I've offended enough people today for both of us. What are some of your pet peeves in the way that uh, others maybe knit? Well, I don't, they're not, well, they're, they're pet peeves because they are things that make me sad. Um, because I want everyone to succeed. I don't like anybody crying. I don't yeah. like anybody being upset or, you know, not having a bad experience with a knitting project. Um, so my number one pet peeve, and this is actually, I think I could actually classify this as a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Um, 
are in, and I do it too. I catch myself doing it all the time. Um, you know, someone comes, oh, that's a beautiful shawl. Oh yeah, but look at this spot. Look at this. Oh, yeah. that's a beautiful sweater. Oh, but this didn't turn out quite right. No, just take a deep breath and say thank you. Yeah. Because we are so critical of ourselves and we want to like suddenly point out all the spots that don't look good. Just take a deep breath and say thank you. And those spots that don't look good to somebody mm-hmm. else, especially if it's not an, another if it's not a knitter, they're not going to know. And even a lot of knitters, because you spent so much time looking at it from three inches away from your face and yep. you know exactly the process that went into it. There, there was a mistake here. There was a mistake there. But I guarantee you, anybody else looking at that is not going to know unless you point it out to them. And then even then, they're probably not going to care. Well, and I feel like, you know what? Give it some personal space. You know, put it at like arm's distance. You know, my arm's distance isn't further than most normal people's arm's distance. Or just distance. set it down for a couple but, of you days. Know, set it down, walk away from it. There are a lot of times I get done with a sweater and I'm like, I hate you. You're ugly and I can't believe I spent this much time with you yeah. and we just need to break up and I kind of want to light you on fire. But then I come back to it later and I'm like, you know what? I really don't mind you so much. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we fall in love and I kind of want to wear it all the time. So, no, that is the 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 self-deprecating nature of knitters. That is one of my that's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, that's a good one. Because, I mean, seriously, you took two sticks in some string and you made something that is really incredible yeah. to me. And it's, it's an all amazing on. process. So, yeah. So that's really cool. Um, my second pet peeve is something that I know people are going to be like, oh, Lisa, don't talk about that. Not a surprise to me. I, I thought this would be number one. I thought it was going to be number one, too. But then I I, <laughs> I thought about the and then I'm like, no, really, like my pet peeve is just, you know what? Be proud. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, my number two is knitters not checking their gauge. Yep. Do a gauge swatch, people. Swatch a gauge. You don't even need to do like a big gauge swatch, but like do something so that don't just like cast on and just be all willy nilly about it because you cast on and you're not on gauge or you're if you're over or under or I mean, like so many times I have years. Oh, I ran out of yarn. Oh, I had so much yarn left. Oh, it's too tight. It's too loose. It's because you didn't check your gauge. I yep. mean, do a little bit of something, especially if it's a designer that you're not familiar with. Um, a lot of the designers that I that I use on a regular basis, I'm like familiar with their regular, like where they kind of fall mm-hmm. normally. Well, because, but I'm not like a normal knitter, right? But because I mean, the, not that I'm abnormal. I just I, I knit a lot and I spend a lot of time with the designers that I work with. Yeah, and the thing with gauge is that when they're writing the pattern, they're writing the pattern to their gauge. Right. Their gauge may not be your gauge. So when you're working on something, you you want it to turn out to be your gauge. You, know? you want it well. You want the gauge to be the same. To, match to clarify theirs. here, you right. want you want the gauge to be the same, but the recommended needle size is what you might need to change. Yeah. So the recommended needle size for a certain sweater might not that like I use might not be the same from for somebody else. Yep. And a really good example, the canning jar sweater that we have at the store sure. is one of our one of our in store patterns. That one has. It, it, my gauge when I knit it and when I knit it when I knit the when I knit it for the prototype and then knit it to like run through one more time and then now it's different so I actually yeah. updated the needle size on it sure. the gauge has not changed but there were a lot of people that weren't able because I was concentrating and that's something to take into consideration too is when knitters are when when designers are knitting something they're very deliberate 
They're sure. very they're deliberate very in their knitting. They are, you know, they're probably not, especially like Thea Coleman and all of her like cables that she has going on. She's probably not sitting there in front of the TV watching, you know, like binging on some TV show Under the for dome. hours and hours and hours. She's probably like, you know, I'm knitting this and then I'm writing it down and I'm knitting this and I'm writing it down. She's not like binge watch. She's very deliberately knitting. And that's why I tell people when you gauge watch, knit a swatch that is appropriate for the size of your project and knit like you would normally knit. Don't try to make gauge. Adjust your needle size so you get gauge. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's so, my, I will get off my soapbox. So but those are Elisa's pet peeves. The first one is as far just, as, you know, be yeah. proud. As be as, proud. As far as pet peeves go, those are pretty minor. But yeah, yeah be be happy with your work. Be proud of what you're doing because... Dude, you a, took a piece of string and yeah. made something. As a non-knitter, I can say it's pretty amazing. Even if you're just doing a scarf or something like that, it's a pretty pretty cool process. So I think at this point we can go ahead and... Uh, make some supper. Make Bind off the program. Make some supper. We've got uh, almonds? Walnuts. Almonds. No, neither of those. Nuts. We have a paleo um, chicken wild rice soup. With cashew cream. Cashews. We've got cashews, cashews soaking, soaking right, now. right now. And I got Getting a ready. wild mushroom mix. And yep. A be good. medley, if I remember correctly. Or I can just make you a chicken breast and. I got chicken breast in there. I'd be okay. And, I'll be fine. I don't think you should eat that chicken breast anymore. I'm going to eat it. It's fine. It's not. Yeah, it's fine. So if you want to follow oh, Elisa and everything that she's doing between now and next week when we when we record the next episode of the podcast, uh, go to elisatheyarnista.com. Up in the kind of upper right-hand area, all the social media stuff is up there. We've got Facebook and Twitter and Ravelry and Instagram. All that stuff is there. Check it out and see what's going on there. If you have a question, comment, or a suggestion for us, if you'd like to enter yourself into the drawing for the 21-color slouch hat kit from Blue Sky Fibers Made in Woolstock, send an email podcast at elisathearnista.com and we'll read that on the program and we'll get you entered into that drawing also check out patreon.com if you want to see the video version of what we're doing here and some uh, hopefully other things at some point in the future go to patreon.com slash elisathearnista and uh, that'll get you the, for five dollars a month get yourself access to the video version you can extra entertainment extra entertainment you can do the one dollar five dollar fifteen dollars or whatever you want to contribute toward that but you need at least five dollars or more one million dollars a no. million dollars a month if you if you have a, an extra million dollars a month you want to uh contribute it'll let you mike do that. and podcast full-time i would podcast 24 <laughs> hours a day at that point if you contribute a million dollars a month so thank you everybody for joining us uh we're gonna go ahead and sign it off we'll bind off the program we'll see y'all next week cheers No face, where did you learn to spin thread? You're really good at this. Now let's weave the threads together. Knit one, purl two, knit one, purl two, knit one, that's right.